that damn Ryan Murphy. Damn him. Well, no, don't damn him, but, like, damn him in a good way. Like, damn, he's so good. That kind of damn, you know. I decided to stay away from this show on purpose when it came out. Not when the show came out, but when I first heard about it, I decided to stay away from it. I saw a clip of it, and then at the end, it said Ryan Murphy is producing it, and I was like, okay, like, what is going on? What is he doing? What is this going to be about? You know, and before I judged it, too soon or too harshly or whatever, I decided that I wasn't going to do anything when it came to research. I wasn't going to find out who was going to be in it, although I already had heard after the little clip, I read somewhere that Evan Peters was going to be in it, right? And so I was like, oh, okay. And that's before I saw the little sneaks, little teaser, right? And so I was like, well, what is it going to be about if he's going to be in it? And then I read it somewhere else uh, what it was going to be about. And it was very vague and very quick, you know, saying something about the ball scene in the 80s. And I was like, oh, okay. I left it at that. Now, usually a show like that or a show that Ryan's doing, usually I'm all over it. But I was like, I want to stay away from this. I don't want to know too much. I don't want to be too close to it. I don't want to know who's going to be in it. You know, everybody already said Evan because he's Evan, so that was known. I stayed away from it, and I just wanted to watch it when it premiered. So, when Hoes finally premiered, and I watched it, I didn't watch it with everybody else. I watched it afterwards, but I looked and saw everyone's reaction when it came out, and I was like, oh my god gosh, this must be good. People are ranting and raving about it. And that made me excited, you know. And so when I finally decided to watch it for myself, let me tell you, they were right. Everyone was right. Everyone was right. I have never, never seen a show like this. Never. And I did not know how much it was needed until I saw it. This is a part of our community who has been overlooked forever when it comes to mainstream exposure in media. First of all, this is the kind of show that I always wanted to see, not only in terms of the ball scene or the LGBT community, uh, I'm missing the letter, but LGBT community and a whole bunch of other letters afterwards that I don't want to get wrong, so I'm not going to try to remember them right now, but... This is a show not only overdue for trans people, the trans community, this is the kind of show 
that is overdue for the whole community entirely. Now, it's also, personally, the kind of show that I wanted to see or imagined when I was younger. When you hear about the 80s, or when at least I heard about the 80s, I always imagined it, especially in New York, I always imagined it was fun. I always imagined it was something exciting and the music and the culture and everything about that time was just so, I guess, new and fun and gave me this effervescence kind of sense. Like, oh my gosh, I wish I could have did that or I wish I could have lived that kind of feeling. And so when I saw this show, it just brought all that to life inside of me. It was like, this is always how I imagined New York in the 80s being. And how, if I had a choice to choose an era to live in, it would be that era. It would be New York in the 80s. Whether I was a part of the community or not, it didn't matter. I always wanted, it, it didn't matter. As a kid, I just loved the 80s and I loved New York as a kid. So put them both together, it was just like, oh my gosh, everything I always imagined the 80s being in New York at that time. And then it's even better that it's surrounding the ball scene and a fraction, a faction of the LGBT community that is rarely seen. Five transgender actresses, which is unheard of, that's never been done, all acting their asses off, okay? Very, very good. The stories, the experiences that they all were going through, that they showcased, that were really happening at that time in real life. Like, how could you not love this? How come it took so long for this to... uh, You know, I, I don't understand, but Pose... It's a really good show. And people were worried about it at first because they thought it wouldn't be watched by that many people. But guess what, baby? They picked it up for a season two. And uh, I feel like Ryan... And then Ryan had people like Janet Mock who directed an episode. And she's the first transgender woman to direct a television episode. So that's great. Big ups to her. And then the fact that it's picked up for a second season and the fact that I think word of mouth allowed it to, I guess, pick up the steam around the show uh, because people were worried that it might be canceled because I think they felt like ratings were too low. But I think the ratings that it had, I mean, compared to other shows... Of course, it was lower, but I never, I never worried about it. I never worried about it because this is a show, this is a show that is needed. This is a show that people want, um, and so I felt like everybody who was, uh, you know, it's not a show just for the community. It's a show everyone needs to see. I feel like because we need to show that people who are trans and people who are gay are just like everybody else, and I, you know. You can say it until you're blue in the face that, yeah, people should know that by now, but they act like they don't. 
they act like they don't. They still treat trans people like shit, which is awful, which is like, what the fuck? So, you know, you need this kind of visibility so that people can see that what they go through and, and that they're just like everybody else. There's People are people. You know what I'm saying? So this is needed. And so I never felt like it would be canceled because I felt like people wouldn't let it go. People kept talking about it and kept tweeting about it and they wouldn't let it die. And I love, love, love that. And so I hope they carry on this momentum throughout the next season. And I hope it's another season and another season because I really want to know what's going to happen with these characters because I'm so invested in them emotionally and I really love this show and I'm so proud of Ryan Ryan Murphy and company for doing this show. And I feel like everything he touches turns to gold. Now, I'm going to come back because I want to give credit where credit is due. So I want to run down the names of everyone involved in this show. Not the actresses because I know them. But I need to know the people behind the scenes so I can shout them out. You know what I'm saying? Now, I shouted out Ryan Murphy and company earlier, right? Because I don't want to mess people's names up. And I want to give a shout out to everyone involved when it comes to executive producing and creating. So I had to go and remember everyone's names and try to memorize them so that I can individually shout people out. So, I'm just going to throw everyone's name out there, right? The Brads, Falchuk and Simpson. Shout out to you. Shout out to Stephen Canals. Shout out to Sherry Marsh and Nina Jacobson. And I think that was everybody on the executive producing and creating front. So, shout out to all of you for the show. I was so excited to talk about it earlier that... I didn't have everyone's name, but I wanted to give credit to all of you for putting this show on the air and for the people exec, um, the execs and people at FX. So yes, I just had to say that, um, you know, I was so excited after having finished the whole season, you know, that I wanted to hurry up and talk about it while I still had it on my mind. Uh, so yeah, check out Pose. That's all I can say. Check out Pose. And I cannot wait to see what everyone has in store for season two. Um, <laughs> I want to be in this show so bad. Oh my gosh, I do. I do. I want to go to New York in the 80s. Oh, a boy can dream, I guess. But yes, that is it. I'm Travis. This is Everything and Nothing, and I'll talk to you later, and go watch Pose, and yeah, support my podcast. Please. <laughs> now, remember when I said earlier that I knew the actresses on Pose, and I wasn't going to shout them out, but I am now, because they deserve it as well. So, we got Angelica Ross, we got Haley Sahar, we got India Moore, we got Dominique Jackson, and we got MJ Rodriguez, we got Dylan Burnside, we got Ryan Jamal Swain, we got Angel Bismarck, I don't want to say his name, but I'm scared I'm going to mess it up, Curiel, haha, hope I got that right, and then we got Janet Mock, who's still the producer on the show, and we got Erica Kay, and we got Lou Erich. 
hope I said her name right. I want to shout out everybody. So, yeah, there you go. Said I was going to do it because I'm like, we know who they are because, hell, they've been everywhere. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know who they are by now, like, shame on you. But, no, I feel like they still need a shout out and still need to be known and still need to be said and spoken of and put some respect on their name. So, yeah, I decided to shout them out anyway. So now, on to, like I said earlier, Ryan and company. It's like they're my family. It's like I know everybody. Shout out to James and Kate and, uh, who else am I missing? I'm just so excited about the show. If you haven't noticed, I'm sort of done with season one. And so that's why I'm like talking about it right now because I sort of just finished it not too long ago. So, like, I'm trying to give a shout-out to everybody for a great job uh, and well done and onwards and upwards to season two, you know? But, yeah, I feel like they're my family, so I want to call them family. Hello, family. And P.S. I named everybody in front and behind the camera that I could think of and I didn't say Billy friggin Porter Ugh. hello and I more than know who he is I've been a fan of his forever and I didn't mention him so love you Billy Porter <laughs> 